Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. 
Plus. When you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. And we are in the air everywhere. The vast and ever-expanding empire of podcasting as we are coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond. This is a full filibuster on the fifth hour with Ben Maller. And we are joined, for better or worse, by David Gascon. And yes, I'm still on furlough. This is our Saturday podcast and another conversation podcast Gascon here as an old friend comes back to hang out on the podcast and this has been a weekend where yesterday we had leo terrell on leo has been on the podcast before he came back for his second uh appearance on the on the show and now we're having another person on today that was on previously is this uh are we rinsing repeating is that what we're doing right now the- i guess we've run out of friends that we have is that that's essentially it we've run out of people that we know that we can put on the podcast and so now we're going back and and these these are guys that got big download numbers right uh, leo terrell and and lee hacksaw hamilton who's on today both got uh, big numbers yeah, yeah these are these are like the anti tom loonies of, of the world <laughs> you know these are ratings driven bonanza now is that true is that tom looney because i'm going to let him know that yeah low download totals by looney huh interesting it was a brutal month of august for everything outside uh of of what we did tom looney came in extremely low bad showing by him wow bad job uh by by looney and and looney likes to brag about how um Popular is so that's uh, that's odd. All right, uh, before we get into uh, hacksaw, we're gonna have hacksaw here hanging out with us. Uh, cameo.com, cameo.com. Uh, type my name in Ben Mal. You want a birthday shout out? Uh, you want some big life event? You need a pep talk? I'll give you a Maller pep talk. Uh, whatever you might need there. It's not free, but it's not that much. So, so consider that. Uh, a lot of P1s have gone down that road, and you can do that as well. We are available on Facebook. Now, we use the Facebook show a lot. Uh, in fact, on Sunday, we're going to do a mailbag, and that was contributed by fans of the show like yourself. So if you want to get in on that and you say, hey, I want my question being read, what's up with that? Uh, then go on Facebook, Ben Maller Show, and then just wait. Usually it's on Wednesday, but if we have a different recording date, it might be earlier in the week. Sometimes it's later in the week. Uh, and so uh, that is available to you there, the uh, the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. And Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. You can see the most delicious, spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich ever made in the Maller kitchen. 
photographic evidence, and on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Uh, if you'd like to be part guest gun, you're available on all those platforms except Facebook, yes? Yes, yeah. Divorced Facebook in, in 2011, thankfully. So so I can take shots at you at Facebook, and you'll never know. Well, yeah, you can't tag me on there, so you can take shots if you want. I mean, well, you'll never see them, so I can take gratuitous cheap shots at guest gun. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't want to be that big of a pussy, do you? Where you got to, like, take shots when I'm not around? Well, you are I mean, a machine. on radio. You <laughs> are, on radio. What are you talking about? You're, you're such a mashugana that I have to do this from time to time to keep you in line because you're a narcissist west of the 405. What are you talking and, about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about reality. I'm, t- I'm a man of the people out here slaving away east of the 405. You know, badly my air conditioning dies. I run in there. I do the show because I'm dedicated and I'm languishing over here. And you're a highfalutin walking across the Pacific Ocean. No, I'm like an aristocrat. I'm, I'm floating on a gurney across the Pacific Ocean. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let me get my little yeah. violin out there. Let me get a little violin. Dragged me yeah. out of uh, the infirmary yeah. into the uh, network studios. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, Gascon, Risky let me point something out. When I had my chest sliced open it was your ab all right no no i i have uh, a bunch of scars all over my chest right now uh, my beautiful chest uh, i have a bunch of scars as i was getting put under anesthesia i'm getting fu tweets i not tweets text from gascon I'm in the hospital. I'm about to go under. I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. And I've got Gascon who's harassing me via text message. Well, I mean, this is just something that you kick down the, you know, you kick the can down the, the, the road a bit. And this is what happened to you. So, I mean, had you not yeah. neglected your own body? I wouldn't have been violently texted. Well, I could say the same thing about you. If you were like a normal human being and the tube would have just left your body, you wouldn't have needed this. But obviously, you're such a you're such a, a meathead that it can't even leave your body. It's a bad job by you. Yeah, I'm a hoarder. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You are you are a hoarder. That is your future. All right, let's get to it. You want to get to it right now? Yes? All right. Well, I am very excited. As, as many of you know, I got my start in radio at a college radio station at Saddleback College, but I got an internship as I was a college DJ at uh, the mighty 690. This a 77,000-watt blowtorch from Baja to the Canadian Rockies. And that phrase came from the man that I learned radio from. I watched uh, by osmosis. I learned uh, from Hacksaw, uh, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton as he did his show. He is the patriarch of West Coast Sports Talk, the OG of San Diego Sports Talk. He's seen and done it all, uh, multiple radio stations, the very popular Hacksaw's headlines. In fact, before we bring Leon, if you were a big fan of Hacksaw's headlines, you can still get his headlines. He updates them every day. He's uh, really meticulous on LeeHacksawHamilton.com, his website. He's on Twitter at Hacksaw1090. Uh, you can find him on there. But those Hacksaw headlines, he, he pretty much just puts the script up that he used for his radio show. And there's a lot of good information that is really what, what Twitter has become. Hacksaw was the original Twitter. But anyway, all right, enough uh, buttering the biscuits of Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. The reason we're having Lee on is because San Diego, the focus of the sporting world, at least in baseball, trade deadline at the beginning of this week, and the Padres – Going 
bonkers at the trade deadline, wheeling and dealing. They made six trades involving over 15 players. They acquired 10 new players, including Mike Clevenger. They spent a lot of money. So, Lee, let's welcome in on this one. Uh, I guess the question is, this is un, this is unorthodox for the Padres. They don't normally do these kind of things. Where did this come from? Well, there's a memo that's going out to the Dodgers and the Cubs. San Diego's coming, coming after you. October is going to be very interesting, Ben. Uh, They've been planning to be competitive in 2020. They had gone through more than a decade of losing baseball, not been in the playoffs since 2006, spent an enormous amount of money uh, in free agency, an enormous amount of money in the Latin American free agent area, and have overpaid on a whole bunch of their real high draft picks just to get them locked down. And as they were suffering all these 90-loss seasons the last couple of years, you look, you look down into the farm system, and you saw kids having really good seasons at every level. You know, And that starts with Fernando Tatis, whom they got at age 17. So we knew they were building, and they kept dropping hints that 2020 they hoped to be maybe on the periphery of the playoffs. But now with a shortened season, and the fact that they, they made some off-season deals that really helped their pitching staff, and they've been able to stay, for the most part, free of any significant pitching injuries, and everybody else has fallen apart. Significantly, the Dodgers, the Cubs, and the Padres, right now are the top three teams in the National League, and who could have ever imagined we'd be talking about Washington or Philadelphia or the St. Louis Cardinals uh, just being an utter chaos because of all the injuries that have ripped their clubs. So they got to the trading deadline, and they, they thought, hey, we've got a chance to do something. And what they did was they, they had stockpiled so much in the farm system, and they were facing the potential loss of some of these kids in the Rule 5 draft this coming year because you can't protect everybody. They decided we were going to start shopping, and we are going to put multiple kids into deals, and we're going to try to get the right right guys. And you know, it turned out to be a nine-player deal with Cleveland to get Mike Clevenger, which was huge. The Seattle deal is probably deliverable down road, that seven-player transaction. So they think right now, Ben, that they've got <coughs> excuse me, every component set. They are deep in pitching, which is huge in the best of three or best of five series. Uh, right now they are red hot uh, hitting the ball. You look, you look at their lineup starting about with the leadoff guy and then going through about six or seven in the batting order, and they, they're all hitting better because they're all supporting each other. So they can't wait for October to come. And, uh, you know, is it possible they could be a World Series team? Heck, I guess anything is possible. Tampa Bay and Oakland could be World Series teams too. They'd have to go through the Dodgers or go through the Cubs to get there. But the way this thing is built right now, and if you looked at their rotation on paper and you looked at the depth of the bullpen on paper, and then you looked at that batting order, as I said, one through six or one through seven. That's pretty comparable to who the Dodgers are and what the Cubs are right now. So it's going to be a fascinating month of October in baseball for sure. Well, and, and Lee, as you taught me back in the day, the baseball playoffs are such a crapshoot uh, with uh, you know, the short series and all that. But let's break that down. Clevenger's good. I'll give you Clevenger. But some of these other guys, I know they reworked the bullpen the Dodgers had, at the time we're talking here, the top bullpen in baseball. In fact, they have the top pitching staff in baseball. 
Like a lot of the, some of these relief pitchers that the Padres got, I to me they don't really move the needle. Do you do you disagree with that? Or you think these guys are actually going to make some impact? Because I I'm looking at you're, you're rating the Seattle Mariners bullpen and the, and the Royals. This doesn't excite me very much, Lee. Well, they got role players. Granted, they lost Kirby Yates with the bone chip surgery, but but they've got Drew Pomerantz who's reinvented himself as a short reliever closer. And they got Matt Strom, who has really pitched well since he came from Kansas City more than a year ago. And they've got Trevor Rosenthal, who has rediscovered a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, and right now is pitching like he pitched four or five years ago before he had the elbow problems in, in St. Louis. Uh, and, and they're deep in setup guys, and they still got young arms that they could call up and plug in. So I think collectively... You know, is there a Rolades relief face guy in the pen? No, not at all. Not even a Kenley Jansen. But I'll tell you what, they they go to the bullpen in the fifth and sixth inning, they got role players that can get you to the ninth and get you to whomever their new closer is going to be. So I just think collectively there's a lot of strength there, and they all throw the ball hard. So to me it's intriguing. And, you know, I know from the outside looking in, you know, people in Los Angeles, people in New York would say, who are these guys? Why do you think they're good? Well, we've sat here and watched this thing. You know, and I, I said I thought they could go 35-25 and 25 this year, which would get them in the playoffs. Heck, they might have an outside shot of winning 40 games. Nobody would have ever expected that. So I, at the front of the rotation, you got Clevenger and you got the kid Chris Paddock, and he's had some ups and some downs, but the kid's vibrant. And you got Denelson Lamette, who might be the quietest number one starter on anybody's staff, and they still got other guys that they can plug in. And that does not – we've had no conversation whatsoever yet about Mackenzie Gore, the really highly rated number one draft pick who's sitting on this taxi squad roster. And Luis Patino is a 100-mile-an-hour pitcher who's found a role right now as a setup guy. So it's it, they got numbers, and I, I, it, that's good pitching beats good hitting, especially in a scary short series. That's that's what really intrigues me. Yeah, and, and Lee, we mentioned you can't mention the positive. You mentioned Fernando Tatis Jr., but this guy, I, I was trying to think of the last time we've had good young players in baseball over the years, and obviously Mike Trout's great and Aaron Judge, but the razzle dazzle that Fernando Tatis Jr. brings. Uh, you might have to go back to A-Rod to find a guy that brought that impact right away with the razzle-dazzle. But is, this, is he going to be a Padre for the next 10 years? I know he can't be a free agent, I think, till 2025. So he's going to be in San Diego certainly over the next few years. But is this a long-term guy? Is he going to have a, a career where he stays with the Padres, you think, you know, going down the line 10, 12, 13 years? Or is this once he's a free agent, he's out of there situation? No, because this has become a really good place to play, and they got ownership that's put a lot of money into this franchise. And Petco, Petco Park, a pretty good stadium to play in. It's a pretty good baseball city. If they win, they'll draw $3 million in that ballpark next to the Gaslamp Quarter. So there's a lot of positives right now. And, you know, some of the guys in the media are just running rampant. Well, how are they going to re-sign him, et cetera? These guys have paid money. These, who would have ever thought these guys would have paid Manny Machado $30 million a year or, or paid Eric Hosmer $30 million a year or, or doled out the kind of contract they did to Will Myers? So the, the ownership is there. Is it Dodger rich? Is it Yankee crazy? No, but it's, it's pretty good. And in terms of, of Tatis, I'll tell you, the reason this team is right now in this hunt to go deep into October is are these nicknames. 
El Nino, La Salsa, and the Swiss Army Knife. El Nino is Tatis. He does everything. Only thing that scares me about him is he plays so hard, he's going to get himself hurt because he is reckless. Uh, La Salsa is Machado. Now that they've put good people around him in the batting order, this is a very different ball player than the one that kind of dragged through last season. And, and the Swiss Army Knife is this kid they scouted from Tampa Bay. Why the Rays would ever give up on him kind of stuns me. Jake Cronenworth, who plays first, second, third, left, center, and right. And by the way, dude is hitting 348. Uh, so it's not like this This is a guy who showed up in April and disappeared in May. He's just he's hitting everybody. And again, red-hot batting order, short season, here comes the playoffs. So, yeah, it's, it's just really intriguing considering all the bad baseball that fans in San Diego have had to live through and, and tolerate. Now all of a sudden this thing has arrived. I think the shame of it all, Ben, is if, if fans were allowed in the stadium and we played a full season, they draw $3 million here. You know, the first half of last season with the arrival of Machado, and, and he hit early, he hit well, Myers hit well, Eric Hosmer hit well. They got to the All-Star break at 45-45, and 45, and they punched the Dodgers in the mouth right before the All-Star break. I'll tell you what, the atmosphere at Petco Park was like going to an NFL football playoff game. I mean, it was electric. So the saddest part is no fans in the stands. Otherwise, they draw $3 million, and this place had just going crazy. Yeah. Right now they're going crazy watching it on TV because they can't go to the yard. I'm happy. Listen, I like the Dodgers, actually. I'm happy for the Padres. I, when I was interning for you, th- that was around the time the Padres had that fire sale back in the 90s and they traded away a bunch of guys. And they, I would go to Jack Murphy Stadium and I would get a ticket, the cheapest ticket, and I would be sitting behind the dugout by the second inning because no one no one was there. The stadium w- was empty uh, when they got rid of all those guys. But uh, Gascon is here as well, Lee, and he wanted to yap away and uh, he had some things he wanted to say. Yes, Gascon? Well, I was kind of curious just because of you mentioned the organization, the franchise and ownership group, do you think they make a move or any moves like this if we're playing 162 games as opposed to something condensed like this? Well, if this were August 31st and it was the middle of a 162-game drive and there were only four games out of first place and in the wild card situation, yeah, they probably would have. But here they are, and they're not going anywhere in the final – 23 or 24 games that are left in the season. And the one thing that's different about Padre baseball now than we've seen in a long time, it's not one or two players. They've got a 25-man roster that contributes. And they are, they are deep in starting pitching, and now they've got a plethora of guys out of the bullpen. And they've got a couple kids sitting on this taxi squad that are champing at the bit for their next their opportunity to come be part of this. So Now, this is this is the real deal. You know, you compare this to Sadly, what's happened in Anaheim, where they have Mike Trout and they don't have an awful lot around him, that's what Padre Baseball used to be. One player out of the farm system you hope is going to be a star, but there never ever was enough around him. But uh, yeah, this is this is electric, and the fact that we're, we're looking at, the, at, at this makeup of the postseason, we're a best of three, and everybody plays a best of three. And I don't care how good you are, you get scared if you've got to match up with San Diego in the best of three first round or the best of fives and then and go on from there. So now this is the real deal, and this ownership has spent a lot of money. They've burned through a lot of money. They've made some mistakes on money. 
and yet they've gone back and they've given this general manager the green light to do this. And so, I mean, it's it's really interesting to see how aggressive A.J. Preller was at the trade deadline. And But the fact of the matter was they signed an awful lot of players over about a four-year window in the minor leagues. They had a lot of bargaining chips. And, and the unique thing to me is after making six trades right, wrapped around the deadline and after moving out about 15 total players, they still have all the blue chips at the top of the board in the farm system that are still owned by San Diego. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool compared to where we've been the past summers for the last decade plus. Do you proceed with any caution, though? Because when you look at the divisions and how the alignment is right now, you're obviously looking at the National League West and outside the Dodgers, San Francisco's a punching bag. Colorado's a punching bag, and the same thing with Arizona. And then you look at the American League East as well. You mentioned with Anaheim. Oakland is there. Houston's teetering on 500. But outside of that, it, it really is anyone's anyone's game. So if ever there was a year for San Diego to get fat and optimistic, wouldn't you agree that this is the year? Well, yeah, because like I say, they've been building towards this. And understand this, four years ago, when they decided to go on this unbelievable spending spree uh, to sign all these Latin American players, what they had plotted out was the Yankees are over the luxury tax, the Cubs have spent over the luxury tax, the Red Sox are taxed out. They're not going to be players for any of these players in Cuba or possibly out of Mexico uh, and a select odd one or two in the Pacific Rim. And they said this is the year, June 1st, four years ago, we're going to go on a spending spree, and we're going to sign all these guys. And they signed all these Cubans. And now not all of them have gotten there yet. They've used a couple in, in, as bargaining chips. But they had, they had pre-planned, because of the paralysis with the luxury tax and the limits and signing pools for the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Cubs and a few others, that was the year they were going to do it. And they did it, and they got them all signed, and they overpaid a couple of their draft picks to convince these kids to leave college and, and to sign to sign a federal contract. So, you know, here, here's where they are because now they've got good young players in the system. They've used some as, as assets to make these six trades that they executed. You know, and they can <coughs> convince the free agents to come. So, hey, it's, it's right there. And they think because Machado is still young, Hosmer still got miles left on him, Trent Grisham is young, uh, Myers is at the midpoint of his career and is having a nice first half of the season. They think this is not a one-time thing. They think because of the numbers that the Padres have in the system that that they're going to be able to win and stay competitive if they stay injury-free on the pitching staff, stay competitive for a bunch of years. Now, whether or not they're going to be able to go back into the marketplace another summer from now and sign a whole pile more of the next wave of free agents, that's that's debatable. Uh, but they haven't made a lot of mistakes on the kids that they've drafted high, and they've had a lot of high draft picks because they've been so bad. They haven't made made any mistakes or, or have guys blow out their arms. So, yeah, strength in numbers, and they seem to have them, and they use some of them, and they still got more coming. All right, Lee, I want to get off the the Padres here, and uh, you you are the former voice of the San Diego Chargers. Did a great job, uh, wonderful NFL play by play run there, and. It is amazingly, the Chargers have been in L.A. a few years now, and 
all of San Diego has essentially turned their back on the Chargers, which I didn't think was happening. I don't think the Chargers, I talked to some of the people with the Chargers, Lee, and they, they thought that a certain percentage of San Diego fans were going to drive up and back when fans were allowed to go to games and attend Charger games, and it hasn't happened. It has been unreal. Uh, what is the NFL fan in San Diego doing? The, the old Charger fans, have they, have they picked a different team? What's the pulse of the people there in San Diego as far as NFL, Lee? Uh, it's, a, it's a real viable question, Ben. Uh, this is a melting pot of people from everywhere. And I think that's the intangible thing that makes San Diego different from any place else, is that you have fans who have moved here who are Patriot fans or Bear fans or Seahawk fans or Dallas Cowboy fans or whomever. So they have a, a lot of rooting interest about the team back home. And if this team here was good, as the old San Diego Chargers became in my era, when I was the voice of the Chargers, and then what they became in the Marty Schottenheimer era for a short period of time, you could not buy a ticket to a Charger game. Now, when they got bad, and then when the ownership made a lot of mistakes in terms of running off the original successful coach, Bobby Ross, and then firing and running out Marty Schottenheimer, they, they turned on the Spanos family. And then the, the team started to fall apart. Uh, Philip Rivers was the last linkage between Charger football and San Diego, and what is up there in Los Angeles. He is gone, and now the Chargers will not be on anybody's radar at all. And I, I, you know, I, th- I thought it was ridiculous for Spanos' people to keep making these public pronouncements, oh, Charger fans will follow us. Well, the hell they will can, compared to what they did to this community after 55 years of loyalty. The TV ratings were cut in half. Uh, where they used to get 30 shares on Sunday, they're getting 14 shares now. And out of that 14 shares watching Charger football on TV in San Diego, uh, I'd say 80% of that is hate-watching, hoping they they lose, hoping their guys get hurt. I mean, it's, the anger here has just never, ever subsided. Uh, it is interesting to me, though, that the Rams have made no inroads at all in San Diego. And I thought the Rams might try to do some marketing, considering how good they got so quickly, Jared Goff, Sean McVay, et cetera, but it's like they've, they've kind of ignored the market or have not made much of an effort. But the fans here watch the games. They, they'll watch the Chargers. They watch all the other NFL games on, on DirecTV and Sunday Ticket and, and all that. It's just, it's just a very, very different time. It's a very empty feeling. There's still a lot of anger in the community. Um, you know, I did sports talk radio here, Ben, as you know, for 28 years. And, and NFL football on radio and, and conversations on talk shows and the Chargers and the Raiders just absolutely drove the content of what we did on the air. A lot of that has gone away. Uh, the, the, the sports talk stations here are really staggering and struggling because we've kind of become a, a one-franchise town. We've kind of become Jacksonville. We've kind of become Portland. And that's sad considering how big San Diego County is. Uh, I, I will say this going forward, that as, as hard as Tom Telesco has tried, they just can't get a break. Uh, you know, now, now losing Derwin James, their heart and soul safety, who's just a big-time, big-time player, is going to hurt that defense. And that defense was slated to have to carry this team because I think the Chargers have become a very pedestrian offensive football team. Uh, they said goodbye to Phillip Rivers. He said goodbye to them. Uh, it was disappointing. Uh, that this guy could not finish his season here. 
this was not so much on Rivers as it was the organization that I think let that really great quarterback down. And I, I know a segment of the media would talk and write extensively about turnovers and interceptions. But when you got a, a superstar quarterback throwing for 4,500 yards, who's having to do it uh, on a wing and a prayer because his offensive line is a disaster or he doesn't have enough receivers or everybody's hurt, uh, Rivers did as much as one human being could do. And I, I was hopeful that Phillip would finish up here, but they just elected not to do it. But by doing what they did, now they've got what they had hoped would be a very good defense. Now it's dinged up with Derwin James gone for the year uh, and a very pedestrian offense. And you guys know, I know, everybody who's covered these teams on the West Coast knows, you need star power to draw fans in Los Angeles. And I'll tell you, Tyrod Taylor is not star power. And as neat a kid as Austin Eckler is, he's not star power. And now Mike Williams is hurt. And Keenan Allen is a year away from free agency where he could walk. Uh, And if you don't have star power, a.k.a. Jared Goff or prior to that Todd Gurley or you don't have star power, LeBron and A.D. and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you're in trouble in terms of how you can draw. And I think this, this would be an utter embarrassment of a season. Uh, if, if the stadiums were open and the Rams were drawing their 66 to 72,000 and the Chargers were drawing 21,000, because that's what I think would have happened had we not had the shutdown of most of these stadiums around the NFL. So that's yeah. a long answer, but there's a lot of bitterness and disappointment here because the NFL ownership and Roger Goodell let that family take this team out of the city after this city and this county had put together a massive financing plan to build a shiny new stadium in a market in which they were king and they owned, and now they've gone to a market where they are on the utter outside looking in on the periphery. They're not going to win this year. Yeah, they're not. And, Lee, I know you're short on time, so we got we got one more. I got one more for you. And you mentioned the fact, you know, it's, it's got to be tough for the guys doing sports talk now with only one team in San Diego. And and you had mentioned, you had a great website, uh, LeeHacksawHamilton.com, you, the old headline segment, which you dominated radio with. You you update that thing every day. It's, uh, it's really impressive, the amount of work you put into that website. But uh, the, the chances of an NBA or NHL team coming to San San Diego, there's something going on with an arena. Is that right? What, what's the latest on that, Lee? We'll, we'll leave you on uh, this note. We've been plagued in San Diego, Ben, by really poor governmental leadership for decades. Uh, the prime example, uh, the, the Padres a decade ago, 12 years ago, decided they were going downtown because San Diego's Jack Murphy Stadium, as it was known then, was falling down. And the Padres decided we're going downtown and we're going to build uh, in the old East Village downtown where all these warehouses used to be near the shipping factories. And they had to fight through 22 lawsuits, but they got Petco Park built. And Petco Park led to the rejuvenation of the gas lamp quarter. And I saw you sitting in a bar drinking. I know because I was there too. (laughs) And now we know how vibrant that gas lamp quarter Petco Park convention center area is. But it was a terrible fight to get anything accomplished. Uh, They finally got it done. Uh, The Chargers had an opportunity to to be co-owners of the shiny new stadium in the big parking lot at Qualcomm Stadium, which was the ideal location because it's central to all the highways. And they they refused to negotiate. They walked away, and the league let them go to L.A. Uh, It's left behind San Diego State. San Diego State is in the process. They just turned the first shovel of dirt last week 
building a 35,000-seat football soccer stadium on the Qualcomm site. San Diego State has purchased the entire tract of land, and that's that's going to be at what they call an East Village campus uh, for expansion. Uh, that that's a 30-year project. The stadium's the first thing that's going to be done in two years. Now, in the center of San Diego, the Midway District, the Sports Arena District, Ben, they have just gotten city council approval, and they've just picked a developer to build a state-of-the-art entertainment district on the sports arena property in San Diego. And that will include a 16,000 state-of-the-art arena in addition to entertainment venues, restaurants, uh, office buildings, some housing, etc. Now, I don't, in all honesty, we needed a new arena. And I, I, I had chirped and written about it uh, when I was doing talk radio and writing on my website. You've got to be progressive. You've got to build a new sports arena as part of this Midway District. Well, the, the mayor said, yes, it has to be part of the package, and they finally got it done. In fact, the people who built Staples Center, L.A. Live, the London O Arena in England, the Kansas City Arena, the one in Berlin, this is AEG subsidiary. They are going to build this arena in San Diego now as part of the entertainment district. Now, whether or not it it leads us to an NBA franchise or an NHL franchise. That might be a bit of a reach, but you know what? Sports changes, and as markets explode and grow, you know this, this is the eighth biggest city in the, in America right now. So this thing will continue to grow because of who we are and where we are. And by the way, what's the weather outside? So, so Ben, I think down road anything is possible. You could get franchises that want to relocate out of where they are, and if you got a shiny new arena here then that becomes a landing spot maybe for an NBA or even an NHL team because this is a melting pot of people. The saddest part of this whole thing is we have such a great city with football tradition that the Spanos family turned its back on, and we don't have a football stadium, and we don't have the real estate now at the Qualcomm site where we could have built a stadium or somebody from the outside who wanted to move a franchise here could have built a stadium. That real estate is gone. That's the only negative uh, that we've lost that entity. But we're going to have a basketball, hockey arena, and who knows where that's going to go once they get it up. It's not going to happen in 15 minutes, but it's you know it's going to happen. Yeah, awesome. Lee, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. We'll have you on again, uh, and, and have a great day today. Good. Ben, my pleasure. Always glad to talk to you. Keep up the good work on the network, too. Nice to chat with you again, guys. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.